Fast Forward Productions. The women are speaking. This is the Unfiltered Entrepreneur. My name is Ashley Pollard. Here you will find business tips, entrepreneurial advice, and an honest account of mistakes I make along the way. I will also have some friends along for the ride who can add in their own experience, obstacles, and what we can all learn from each other. Entrepreneurship can be a lonely road, but not in my circle. We are all in this together. Hey guys, welcome back to The Unfiltered Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Ashley Pollard, and I'm the founder and CEO of Team AP Consulting, where we help women every single day grow their business, scale to the success that they want, and do so with confidence and data-driven strategy. Today, I want to talk a little bit about what problems you may be experiencing in your business and how to overcome those. There are four main things that I see over and over and over. Now, granted, there's more than this, (laughs) but I do see these over and over and over again. I typically hear, I have lack of clients, I'm not feeling very confident, I have no time, or I really need to make money. Now, you might feel a couple of those. You might feel like, all of those. You might say, I don't have clients and I don't have money and I don't have time and I don't have any confidence. And I want to kind of dive into each of those things because at the end of the day, you feel one of them. Even if you feel all of them, there is one that you know is the catalyst. There's one that you know is the main the main shebang. You know what I'm saying? So the first one I want to talk about is lack of clients. If you're the kind of person where you're not necessarily saying like, I don't have any money, Instead, you're saying, like, I don't have clients coming in. Typically, what I would think here is that you have a pricing or a product problem. Because if people are paying attention and they're like, I'm interested and I like what you're doing and I'm into everything that you talk about and I'd love to work with you one day and nobody's saying yes – then you don't have the right offering for who is paying attention. And a lot of businesses start with the same kind of product suite. And you might think, well, why is she doing well with that and I'm not? You have different followers. You have different values. You have different ways of communicating. You have different brands altogether. And that's totally fine. She's allowed to do better at something than you are. You're allowed to do better at her than something. So if people are saying, I'd love to work with you, but X, Y, and Z, what are they saying? Because a lot of times success does not mean I have a great idea and I'm going to show you how great it is because I'm going to book it out. Greatness and success in business a lot of times will be what is everybody asking for? What is everybody saying that they want or that they need? And how can I create that for them? Because they're saying I'm in, so let's make something that they are into. So that's something that I would put in front of you. What are you offering? The people that are watching, how can you create interest so that they say yes to one of those services that you offer? Or are you not offering the right thing? Is the price maybe not correct for what you're offering? Or is it just too high for where they're at? Because there's a difference between that price is insane for you to be charging that 
and a lot different to say, that price is super fair. I just don't have it quite yet. And my answer, if someone was like, I don't have the money quite yet, would be what payment plan would work for you? And if they still won't work with you or if the payment plan is ridiculous, for instance, one time someone was like, I'll pay you $100 a month to a client of mine. And she was like, cool, then you'll pay me for what, three years? <laughs> like, no way. I digress. My point is, offer payment plans. If people are like, I'm in 100%, I just can't make a 50-50 payment plan, work with them to spread them out. Because if you can do it and if you can accommodate that, then I would say go for it. I also come from an aggressive sales background where it's like, if someone says yes, give them every chance to sign up, to be in. So if someone's telling you they're interested, bend over backwards for them. They are saying that they're in, make it work. The next thing is lack of confidence. So if you're thinking, I don't want to make any mistakes, I need this to be perfect, or what if nobody signs up, or any of those kinds of things where you're just like so scared about moving forward, dude, you are putting way too much pressure on yourself and way, way, way too much pressure on your business. First of all, a lot of people have this mindset like, if I'm not changing somebody's life up and down and sideways, then I can't charge $500. And it's like, that's not your job. Your job is to do the deliverables that you said that you could do at that price point. Okay? So if you're wanting to really activate a specific deliverable, what is the rate for you to do that work? And I word it that way because I hear it so much. And I think that people say it out loud and they're like, okay, that sounds kind of crazy. But our brain will think crazy things. And your brain sometimes will tell you people have to be floored and like, oh my God, you're the best thing that's ever happened to me. You've completely changed my life. And like, here's the thing. Those testimonials feel great. 90% of the time you're going to get, hey, this was great. Thanks. And that's it. And maybe they fill out a testimonial form and maybe they don't. So you have you don't need to change and change and change their life. You don't have to give thousands of dollars of value to someone for $20. You don't have to. You are not required. It's too much of a burden and we're not that important. We can't break somebody's business with a $500 or $1000 investment, right? Now, if somebody's investing $25 or $3500 into a website and then you're like, I don't know how to build websites, that's kind of fucked up. But confidence about something you know how to do is way, means you're putting way too much pressure on yourself. The other thing I hear a lot is, what if I make a mistake? Guess what? You're going to make mistakes. The question is not, how do we avoid you making mistakes? The question is, you're making mistakes almost every week and you will continue to for the rest of your business. So, which mistakes are you cool with making right now and how can we make them as infrequent as possible? Because at the end of the day, if you can't make a mistake ever, that's not possible. You are a human who makes who is flawed, who is fallible. And if we cannot operate in a space where we're allowed to be fallible, then we are going to, I mean, freaking drown. You know, avoiding mistakes is insane. There's absolutely no way around it. That would be like saying, I want to drive in a car, but I absolutely under no circumstance want to stop at a red light. Now, are there ways to mitigate it? Sure. You might see that a red light is at the next stop stoplight. So maybe you get in the right lane so you can turn right and go down the side road. You can avoid it. But to act like it's never going to happen is batshit with all due respect. You will make mistakes. Instead of saying, I don't trust myself to do this perfectly, 
Instead, you should say, I trust myself to come back from mistakes gracefully. I will own up to it. I will say to the client, hey, we made a mistake. I'd like to fix this for you. How can I make you happy? And when you word things that way and you take responsibility, the problem is solved very quickly. And most times, people don't ask for money back or for different deliverables or for X, Y, and Z. They want to be heard. And they want to share that maybe they're scared or they may not even be upset with you. They might be upset with someone else and you happen to be the person who takes the brunt of it. The other thing that I hear is, what if so-and-so hates the service? They might. But again, trust yourself to fix it. Now, here's the thing. Your first year is not the year that you're going to do everything right. I would even say the second year you probably won't do everything right. But your first and second year will never break a business, okay? Unless you're the fire Festival. The fire Festival is definitely a great example of a mistake that broke them. But honestly, like, I would be so here for, like, a sick fire Festival that happened in, like, you know, like, freaking Key West or somewhere, like, not off the Cayman Islands. Okay. Anyway, I digress. The next one that I have on here is lack of time. Now, if you're somebody who is deep in client work and you are all over the place and you're like, I'm working nonstop, I have a wait list of people interested, I have a group program, I have passive products, but Ashley, I'm stretched to the max, then I'm sorry, but you have to raise your price or you're not charging enough. Now, in basic supply and demand, if something is in high demand then and there's little supply, then you're going to find it to be very, very expensive. For instance, if you wanted to hire the best chef in the world, right, to cook you dinner, that's one person who only has so much time. That supply is minimal as far as supply, meaning like there's very little time that that person has to give you to cook your fucking meal, right? Very little supply, which means that the demand is going to be incredibly high, which means that the price is going to skyrocket. So if you're wondering, why is it so expensive to have a Kardashian post an Instagram, a sponsored Instagram post? Because everybody wants them to, because everybody has eyes on them. Supply is minimal. Demand is way high. So the price is way high. It's also why I'm rather expensive to work with right now is because we have wait lists for our services. We have people ready to say yes. We have people interested in working with us. And when we have that many people who are interested in working with us, I can't say yes to everybody. So my demand is higher, which means that my price is higher and my supply is lower because I only have so much time. Now, one way that we're looking to mitigate that is by opening up the supply. A, that could mean making more time in my calendar or training someone on my team to learn how to do some of the work that I do. So that supply is greater, which means that demand will equal out, which means that prices will get better. So that's one way to think about things because if you are not having enough time to be in your business or to stay organized or to perform admin tasks, then the people that you work with need to be paying you for the fact that you are giving so much time. And at the end of the day, I used to be the person where I was like, I have to work with every single person. I have to work with every single person. And it took me so long. I'm still working final stages, working past like, I want to help everybody. I want to help everybody. I want to help everybody because I really don't have the time anymore. I really don't. And the people who are ready to work with me know what the investment is. They also understand that I do payment plans for months and months. Like I'm super 
flexible with pay- with payment plans. And I try to create other opportunities for people to be in my space. I try to create workshops. I try to create group programs. So if you are just stretched to the max, I would say stop taking on clients, maybe create some sort of a group product program, which sounds like more work, but in essence, it's the same amount of work that you would do for one client, but many people get to benefit from it. The last one I want to talk about is if you're saying I don't have any money, and this doesn't mean I have clients who are raising their hand and how do I convert them. This is saying I don't have clients to talk to, right? I don't have an audience quite yet, and I'm desperate for money. And if that is the case, then you need to forget all of the formalities. This is not the time for a proper launch. This is not the time for batching content, right? This is the time to make some freaking sales. So. You have to ask people what they want and then pitch them your opportunity. First things first, what problem are people that are following you and participating with you, what are they experiencing? And before that, if people aren't participating with you, are you participating with them? Do you have somebody just posting Instagram stories for you and you're never showing your personality or who you are? Because a major part of social media is the social part. And if you are just posting media, it's not it. It's not going to work. You need to have the level of connection with people and coming from a place of like, hey, what's up? Let's talk about X, Y, and Z and get through it, da-da-da-da-da. So ask people what problem they're experiencing. Make it a a challenge that you want to DM every single person who follows you and say, hey, listen, it's a mission of mine to DM every single one of my followers. Just so you know, I did this with 5,000 followers. I went through every single one of them. So if I can do it, you can do it. So I said, hey, listen, it's a mission of mine. I want to say hi to every single one of my followers. You don't have to respond if you feel like it's awkward because I definitely get that it can be. But I wanted to say hi and I wanted to just hear a little bit more about what you're up to or who you are, what your background is, if you wanted to shoot me a message back. And I would say about 50% of people actually did. And I had some really cool conversations. And the nice thing about it was that I got to really connect with people. And instead of creating the Ashley Pollard show that people were watching, instead I created a partnership with everybody, right? Like you're a part of this space. You are in this space with me. So that was something that was really helpful. So have conversations with people. What are what problem are they experiencing? And then ask them something where it's like, which way do you want me to solve this? For instance, all the time people say, what content do you want from me? No one's answering that. Guaranteed. Not one person is answering that. No one gives a fuck what content they want to see from you. That's your choice. That's not their choice. That's your choice. So that's not helpful. You could also say, what should my webinar be about tomorrow? They don't give a fuck. That's your job. Your job is to say, I stand by this and I want to teach it to you. I stand by this and I need you to know this information. So instead, hold the wheel. You are in control, not them. You are. So instead, you can say something like, hey, I'd love to do a free Instagram live like webinar tomorrow. Which of these three topics do you want it to be about? That they can participate in. Because if you say to someone, if you say to people, what content do you want to see from me? You have no clue. You have no idea. But if I said, do you want to hear about launch strategy, hiring, or building a business, you're going to know which one you're going to select. Because you're like, of those three, that one. And it takes two seconds out of your day versus making someone work for your content. Hey, can you take a couple minutes out of your day to think 
about what content I should be making, even though that's my job. So you want to make sure that you're connecting. You want to make sure that you are keeping control of the steering wheel here. You're also asking them like, would you prefer that I do this on an Instagram live, a webinar, an email challenge, a social training in my Instagram post? Because then you're giving it to the way, giving it to them the way that they asked for that information. It doesn't always work. Recently, I posted something on my Instagram stories when I'm recording this, not when it's coming out. And I had this really fucking insane training. I was like, hey guys, this is how I did this. This is how I did this. Da 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 da. And people were like, oh my God, this is fascinating. Oh my God, more information. I want I want more. I want more. I said, do you want information about this tomorrow or do you want to talk about this other topic tomorrow? And I had like 200 people say, I want to talk about this topic tomorrow on your social. Great. I made the post. I put it out and it got like 12 likes, something astronomically low for me. And it just goes to show it doesn't always work. But my point is, listen to them, post, give them what they want solve their problem the way that they want to solve problems. And then also, lastly, if you say to someone who's experiencing this problem in their business and you make one, I am, or no, that's not my current problem. Anyone who's like, I'm experiencing this current problem in my business. And if they click that poll, you better send them a voice message. Hey, I'm sorry to do this. I'm just like a voice memo person. It's important that you do it because they want to hear your voice and your personality. Otherwise, it looks like a sales pitch which it kind of is, but it's not really. It's not like you're being like, hey, buy my thing. You're just saying like, you said you needed help with this. I can help. So you send some of what, hey, Melanie, I'm reaching out to you because I saw in my poll that you said that you're experiencing a problem with this thing. And I'm really sorry to hear that. I totally get where you're coming from. It can feel really overwhelming when you're dealing with that. I totally understand If you do want to talk about a couple of my services, I am able to actually build out a plan with you so that you can get through X, Y, and Z. I'd love to do that. I don't want you to be stressed about this anymore. I'd love to step in, help you out. Uh, So let me know if you want that discovery call link. Actually, I'll just put it here so that you can easily find it if you want. But I just wanted to sympathize with you, let you know that I'm here. My door is open. And if you need anything from me, let me know. Take that, write it down, use it. So depending on if you're like, I need my clients to say yes, I don't feel confident about what I'm doing, I definitely need more time in my day, or I really need to make money ASAP, my question there is, if you need clients, are you offering the right thing? If you are not feeling confident, you are putting way too much fucking pressure on yourself. We are not as important as we think we are. If you need way more time in your day, you have to up your prices. And If you're like, I desperately need to make money, then you desperately need to start having some conversations because that is how you make sales. That is my super honest to a fault advice about what is missing in your business based on the problems you feel are present. I will see you next time on The Unfiltered Entrepreneur. Hold up. Don't leave quite yet. The good just gets better. I know it might be expensive to hire me for my services, so I've created a free way for you to get all of my best for any question you have. Click the link in the show notes to drop us a voice note, and I promise you I will answer every single one of them on the podcast for free. This has been a Fast Forward production. To learn more about them, check out at the Women Are Speaking on Instagram for more information.